0: What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode number 22 of the Review Point Podcast coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel, I've got Caroline Oliveira. Hello. And Sean Walker. What up, fool? So, if you're unfamiliar with how the Review Point Podcast works, it's pretty simple. We just break down whatever it is in our sites for the episode and we review whether or not we think something was a hit or a miss, positive or negative, and we kind of stick to that rule and sort of let it go by the wayside sometimes or whatever like that, so don't hold us to it. But our target for this edition is going to be season one of Marvel's Jessica Jones television show that just premiered on Netflix two days ago, when you'll probably be checking this out. We're recording this the 21st, and it came out 3 a.m. on the East Coast on uh, the 20th, so we had a little bit of time that we could binge watch all 13 episodes. I did it pretty much one after another, but... I had seen episode one at New York Comic-Con, so I was able to get a little jump on that and uh, make it easier so I could take a nap midway through, sort of. (laughs) But how did you guys go about watching this before we start getting into the review stuff? Caroline, what did you do? Did you watch pretty much like uh, one after another after another?
1: Uh, Somewhat. I watched as I was doing some work, and then when I started noticing that I was getting drowsy, I stopped and... There was one time I fell asleep during one of the episodes, so I just had to go back and rewatch that. But for the most part, I guess I did it in two big chunks.
0: Do you remember what episode you fell asleep at?
1: I think it was uh, episode tenth, I think.
0: I think ten is maybe the one that I fell asleep at too. It was ten or eleven. One of them. Yeah, just it's one like, of those
1: Ugh. two. I just crashed.
2: <laughs> Sean, what did you do? What did I do? I put my fat ass down in my office chair and watched it all through.
1: All All 13 episodes
2: in in one sitting. No
0: food. No toilet break. No food? No
1: toilet
0: break? Yep. (laughs) Look at the priorities. You're like, toilet break? I'm like, what do you need? I ate so much shit.
2: Well, I didn't eat food. I didn't drink. I just sat there for 13 hours just watching my shit. (laughs) And trust me, it's shit.
0: Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna break down why we thought things were like that. But uh, I'm gonna just say right now, I, Sean, not the biggest fan of this. I'm gonna say that I am not a huge, huge, huge fan. Like I was with Daredevil, and I'll explain why a little bit later on. But Caroline, what was your overall first impression of this?
1: I it was kind of a letdown for me. Um, I, I don't know if I was expecting a lot of it, but I guess I was because it's Netflix, and I feel like it, they they have a good track record of putting really impressive work, and this just didn't quite do it for me.
0: Uh, did you see Daredevil?
1: I started. All
0: right, so you don't. All right, you're in for a much better treat with Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Sean, <laughs> yeah. what did you think about Daredevil?
1: Uh
2: I didn't. I don't really enjoy Daredevil as much as you did. Like the last episode was probably the best episode. That was so cool. It, we, it we, was, we don't want to spoil too much. No, but... no, we, we we won't spoil it. But that was my best. That oh, my it's okay. Episode.
1: I I can cover my ears or something. I can I can <laughs> unplug my headset for a second. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, uh, when I went into Jessica Jones, I was expecting it to be as good, if not better, than Daredevil. Because I thought, hey, you know, they know what they're doing. They know, like, some of the issues that might have been around the Daredevil thing. Now that they know what to fix, they'll fix it. But just not as impressed. I mean, uh, actually, you know what? Before we get into this, I should be specifying about this, too. There are going to be spoilers for Jessica Jones. So if you have not seen that yet, and you don't want to know what happens make sure that you bookmark this and go watch those 13 episodes and then come back and check us out too. Cause we will be spoiling Jessica Jones. We're going to kind of ignore daredevil for now. Cause you can check out our daredevil review. Cause that's been up since, you know, a couple months ago and stuff, but we will be telling you who dies and who doesn't die and all the other stuff. So, you know, don't blame us, but I gotta say my big issue with this Jessica Jones series was not the subject matter, which a lot of people had problems with, And there's actually some people that were out there too that still just thought, "Oh, I can't get behind a a female-driven show." And oh, I mean, to me, I couldn't have cared any less that she was a female than you know that her name was Jessica Jones and it wasn't Rachel Smith or something like that. Like I, I don't care. It was just my problem with it pacing. I agree. We went through 13 episodes, and I feel like we got enough content that could have filled five. Yep. Like, I'm looking at the cast list right now. Half of the people that were there didn't need to be there, and if they did, they were there for maybe two to three episodes worth of material, and then what was the point in keeping them around? And we're going to go person to person and stuff like that, but I'm going to just jump right into my biggest complaint the incest twins. (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) Tommy. And I don't care Uh, that they are brother and sister. I mean, that's gross, but it's like... What, like... (laughs) What was the point? Banana bread.
1: I guess.
0: Like, I know they're supposed to be creepy. But why did they need to be creepy? Couldn't they have been a normal couple? Or... Like, if you want to go, well, the main reason why they existed is because they wanted to kill off Reuben and make him Mm -hmm. a sacrificial lamb. Kill off Malcolm.
1: You know what? I actually felt that there was going to be a point. Oh, they killed him off. Like, something's going to happen with his sister. Like, something crazy is going to happen. Like, it's going to blow up when she finds out. Like, something, something, and nothing happened.
0: Yeah, anything would have been better. They've got. Reuben goes up to Jessica and he's just like, "You're hot. You want some banana bread?" And she's like, I'm "Off." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay."
1: And then I mean, he dies. Well.
0: <laughs> and they hide the body. But when they hide the body, nothing comes about from it. Like,
1: right.
0: You know, Jessica tries to take the body and get arrested. She doesn't. Then you've got Malcolm. He hides the body and he's like, "Oh, I hid a body." Isn't that kind of cool? He doesn't really have any kind of like. <laughs> he doesn't have a, like a big issue about it. And then you got. Her, uh, the, the sister, Robin, Church. no, oh, the, the oh the, the twin, the twin. Yeah. yeah. Robin is looking for Ruben's body and I'm sitting there going, well, they're just really following this thread for way too long. She's got to find out and she's got to do something. And I thought maybe it would be like she would find out and they would get Jessica arrested, but no, she doesn't like nothing, nothing happens. happens. Yeah. By the end of this whole thing, Robin is still alive, Reuben's dead, and nobody could care less. So yeah. it's like, they introduced <laughs> these two characters to kill one of them off, to amount to nothing, because Reuben isn't built up enough that you care that he dies, or at least I didn't.
2: Right. Nope, I didn't care.
0: And then I just wanted Robin to die, too. And if she would have died, then I would have been happy about it, and that would have been it. Like, <laughs> So it was like, you spent all this time dealing with those characters, and if you would have eliminated them from the show, I don't think you would have missed out on a single story beat.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And then I look at somebody like Malcolm, the drug addict. First off, he got over his drug addiction pretty damn quick, didn't he?
1: He did for somebody who wasn't like he was into the drug addiction. And let's just make sure that we point out that he wasn't like his drug addiction was just his addiction. It wasn't um, Kilgrave making him constantly use the drugs. Like he was just an addict. Like how did that happen?
0: Yeah. Like he, he gets him addicted and then he specifies like, you know, well, there were times where I did it just to get the drugs and not under his influence and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's a cool little like, like I, I appreciated that they introduced that kind of uh, of an element. But then it's like, well, you've got to take your drug addiction and get over it. And he goes like, oh, well, fuck you. I'm not going to get over it. Uh, okay, I guess I'll get over it. And by the next <laughs> episode, he is like perfectly fine and a fully functioning member of society. And it never Helping comes back people. up again. <laughs> like, were you guys thinking the same thing I was, where it was like, alright, well, if if Malcolm's trying to get over this drug, maybe somebody's going to tempt him with drugs, and that he's going to give up their position, or something. Anything?
1: <laughs> I, I didn't even think about it, because at that point, I was just so annoyed at character development in the show. That I was just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess the way things are going, I guess I can just buy that he's just going to be super sober and he's going to be like a Jesus character helping people <laughs> and things are going to be great. Yeah, it was so Rich. upsetting.
0: <laughs> the new newest uh, superhero in the Marvel pantheon, Malcolm, otherwise known as Jesus, he has the power <laughs> of super uh, soberness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The, o-
2: the only thing I didn't like about it was I preferred drug addicted Malcolm to clean Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. Dr-
0: drug addicted Malcolm was more interesting. Yeah, because clean Malcolm was just kind of judgmental.
1: Yeah. It was just so basic. It was <laughs> just ah, oh, that annoyed me so much. Like it was, it was like shallow water. Like there was nothing under there. It was just. Oh, we just need to fill up the space with this one character who just got clean. Okay, let's just make him so monotone and just, just all right. And the that only, was it.
0: The only thing I liked about him afterward was his interactions with Luke Cage, where he's just kind of like, "Oh shit," <laughs> but <laughs> because it was something
1: awesome. like it was, it was a little bit of conflict that we weren't getting. Yeah. Anywhere else when he came to his character?
0: What did you guys think of? the cop uh Oscar Clemens was his name I had to look him up because we had two different cops one of them was really like he was a cop and he wasn't and then there was uh, oh black cop yeah the older black cop which first off what's up with them uh, I can't say this alright Let, let's just put it this way what's up with that he had to be one of the characters that had died mm. they don't really like older black people on these shows <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: All right, I'll spoil it uh, just in case, but uh <laughs> an older black person dies in Daredevil. And an older black person dies here, and it's like both of them were kind of unnecessary deaths, so it's like when Luke Cage comes around, he's going to have a lot of supporting characters who are going to be older black people or younger black people or something like that because that's actually part of his story is that he grew up like in the projects and he's trying to save his neighborhood and stuff. So, guaranteed, there's going to be at least one older black person that dies in Luke Cage. Then I'm thinking, when Iron Fist comes around, or, like, Daredevil Season 2, like, is Punisher just going to, like, single out an older black person and shoot him? It's just because these <laughs> Netflix people don't like him? Like, the hell, man? Like Oscar didn't need to die. I
2: agree. Black cop didn't deserve to die.
0: No, not at all, man. Like, and so many other characters should have... <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, oh yeah,
0: like they should have killed off the the incest twins, and they should have killed off Trish's mom. God, I hated that character too. Trish's mom was only in it for like two episodes, though. Yeah, but what was the point in her whole backstory? Like, I liked Trish; she was okay. You mean Patsy? Yeah, Patsy. But <laughs> that whole backstory was unnecessary. You know, like I think the whole thing that they were trying to build up to was just that Jessica stood up for her. Jessica could have stood up to her in the one flashback, and that could have been it instead of focusing on like Patsy's got this whole big career that happened, and her mom was abusive and whatever. like we didn't need to know that much about Trish all
1: right.
0: did you guys like Trish though like no or, uh, you didn't like Trish nope. at all,
1: oh my God, she was so annoyed to me. When I kind of was like, the only point that I was interested in her character was when we first got introduced to her and we saw that her apartment was all decked out in security stuff and she was like uh, training to protect herself, I was like, okay, this could be an interesting character, I'm kind of digging this, but then she just flatlined.
0: She got needy really fast.
1: Yeah, I just, oh my god, go no. away.
0: I didn't know this until after I started watching it or whatever. Apparently she's a character from the comics. She's Hellcat, who is just like this superhero person who, like, a a kind of a nobody. But then again, Jessica Jones is sort of a nobody, so that's why they can use those characters. (laughs) But I never read the books that this is based off of. I know a little bit about them. And, you know, there's references to, like, different Marvel stuff or whatever. But apparently in the books... It's Captain Marvel, who is the best friend, but they can't use her because they got a movie that they're going to be doing and they haven't cast her yet, so it's a big problem and stuff. But instead of making it that, I think that they picked a decent enough character to replace her with because I I sort of liked the the sisterhood between the two of them. I'll defend Trish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like there's a difference between their relationship and that... Energy going between them, and just her character. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind their friendship. It was, it's kind of refreshing whenever we see TV shows like two good-looking women actually getting along and not being catty to each other. Yeah, yeah that's
0: true. I mean, there wasn't any times where they were bitching the, to each other, and it was about like over a guy.
1: Right. It was never like that. Like the only times they kind of argue was more because Trish wanted Jessica to be safe and. Which is valid for a true friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, yeah, that I appreciate. I like that they weren't like, oh my god, like you totally like him. Oh, like that that part that um, Trish meets um, Luke. Like that could have gone like really badly if they <laughs> wanted to play <laughs> like two girls just being like, oh my god, he's so hot. Oh, he likes you. No, he doesn't. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, that I appreciate, but her character itself so boring.
2: Oh, you know what bugged me the most about this bird as well.
0: In Transformers, she had an Australian accent. Is she actually Australian or is she not? Because I, I don't know for sure. I think she is. Yeah, Australian.
2: she is. She is actually Australian. Yeah, she's so hot. She should have kept the Australian <laughs> accent with or without that the accent. It more interesting.
0: No, I they guess really... they just
1: wanted to have, like, one foreigner, and he had to be bad. in yeah. the <laughs>
0: Well, we only did have the one, uh, Kilgrave was the only one with an accent, I think. Yeah. Which made no sense,
2: because his parents were full-on English, and he was Scottish. Oh, really? I, I couldn't tell. I
1: can't even tell that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean.
0: He's, they're all just, they all live in uh, London. <laughs> <laughs> What did you guys think about Hope? Was she a hit or a miss? Miss, definitely. Glad she died.
2: Took too long for her to die, though. But I'm glad she's died.
0: you go with a a miss, too?
1: Yeah, Uh, I mean, it was... uh, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care about her at all. See, I thought
0: if they would have tightened everything up, she could have been a really good character. But they went went too far at the beginning to deal with her, and then they dropped off the face of the earth, and then when she came back into it, then she gets killed off, and it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, if they would have made this a tighter story, I think that her character would have had a whole lot more impact. And then I would have maybe cared that she died. Because really, when she did die, and, you know, I'm supposed to feel bad about it, and Jessica's like, no, no, like, trying to save her and stuff, and hope brings up the point well now you can kill Kilgrave. i was just like you goddamn right now she can go kill him i'm happy like, yeah And i shouldn't be happy
1: to me she was also so unlikable when she was in prison like i wanted to feel some sort of sympathy for her like this girl oh my gosh she was just Too this crazy guy yeah made her kill her parents and she's just like uh whatever like you're not gonna help me whatever you're not gonna save me <laughs> And it's kind of like, ah, bitch, like, I'm trying to like you. Like, you're in a very vulnerable position. Like, be vulnerable. Like, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. I guess they just. They made them the mistake of trying to make her strong when she should have been a wreck. Yeah.
0: I have a theory about why that happened. And maybe it's a, a wrong theory for me to have because I'm a guy. But <laughs> I think that. Well, obviously, I mean, this, this isn't even a theory for this one. Obviously, one of the driving forces of this show was a form of women empowerment,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: totally fine with that. I mean, that's why I said at the beginning of this, I did not care whatsoever that Jessica Jones was the headliner of this. Jessica Jones, I thought, was actually a great character, but I think there was an overcompensation in this about trying to make sure that no woman ever looks like they're in any kind of need. I agree. Like, we've got Jessica Jones, who, like I said, I loved the character. I thought that she was great. Kristen Ritter was able to pull off being, like, a total bitch, but I liked her instead of hating her. And she doesn't look like she's in need, like, at any time. And if she does look like she's in need, that's because, holy shit, she does need help. You know, she's not like a, a Mary Sue. But Trish, she's beautiful, rich, smart and she can fight herself. And she's nice, too. She's nice, yeah. Then you've got her mom. Her mom is a good looking, successful, uh, powerful type of person. Bad person, but her mom doesn't like, even when she's threatened by Jessica Jones, who can kill her with ease, her mom's still putting up a fight. You've got Hope, who kills her parents and acts like a bitch in jail, instead of being upset about it. You've got Jerry Hogarth, who is just like... I mean, Jerry's got the whole I'm the bitchy person in charge kind of a thing. Pam, her lover and future wife who gets arrested or whatever like that, Pam is the one putting Jerry in her place. Wendy, the... Ex-wife is constantly like, "Well, I'm gonna stand up for myself and whatever." Robin right. is the the twin that doesn't get killed, and she's looking for <laughs> stuff like that.
1: And she's she's the one that takes care of Reuben too, so she's powerful in that way.
0: Yeah, and then like the only person who looks weak really at like any point in time in the entire thing is Kilgrave's mom. Yep.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. Maybe that's like one of the problems that I had with the show overall is that I have I have a hard time buying any show with characters that don't have that don't want to show like their like their demons and and their scars and break down every now and then. Like I want to see people that are vulnerable. Like, yeah, like girl power. Woo, all for that. Yay, I love it. But even the most powerful people in the world break down every now and then. So I agree 100% with that theory. I think that you're right on the money with that.
0: What did you think about that, Sean? Did you get a, a little bit of an overwhelming sense of that kind of stuff? Not really. <laughs>
2: I, I You tend to overthink things. I mean, no, maybe I have Really, you, you,
1: you felt like the, the female characters were... Did you ever feel like they were... I don't want to say helpless in any way, because that's not the right word, but don't you think they were not, like, vulnerable enough? Like, they were too on top of shit all the time?
2: They were very unlikable, if that's what you're getting across.
1: <laughs> okay, well, okay, close enough.
2: <laughs> Christ, there was only there was only one bird in this entire thing that I actually liked. It was that? Uh... That was JJ. All
0: right, now, yeah, let's get into Jessica, because I liked her in this. I didn't like the idea of Kristen Ritter as her character originally Mm -hmm. because I thought that there were some other people that could have done a better job, but I I think that she did a fantastic job. I mean, she – I bought that she was somebody who was damaged, and there was a great scene I really liked when she was on the phone and she was acting like they were going to give away that Xbox or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that was like a a switch where she was a completely different character. I'm like, alright, that shows her acting range. So she's not, hopefully, going to get stuck with only being this type of character from now on with her, her career. But I really liked how she was tough, but she was also not, like, the toughest on the show. Like, Luke Cage is stronger than her. In the comics, he always has been. As far as I know, he always will be. So... It was cool to see her reactions to him. Like, I think Luke brought out the best in Jessica Jones. Yeah. And that's not to say that, like, you know, well, they needed Luke Cage or whatever, like that. But, like, I really like Jessica Jones in this. And I think that my biggest strong point is Jessica plus Luke or Jessica plus Kilgrave brings out the best stuff in Jessica.
1: Mm.
0: What do you think about that, Caroline?
1: Well,. I feel like, yeah, she did it. Well, first, she did a good job. But I want to point out that I feel like before this, she was doing the show. It's like a comedy on TV, the bitch from Apartment Something Something. And I feel like she played a very similar character, a very like strong, like bitchy woman that you kind of liked and just didn't hold back. So I kind of felt like she was almost playing the same character but in a different setting, if that makes sense. Um,
0: Never seen the show.
1: <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen like half of an episode on an airplane and I think he was on for maybe like one season or even less but like she was like a bitch like the whole thing of the show was that she was a bitch that lived next to this like blonde like kind of ditzy girl and somehow they were friends or they were roommates or something like that I don't know mm. but um, so yeah I mean she did a good job I don't really like her Uh, Kristen Ritter in general I just don't really I don't know there's something about her that bothers me I don't know but I like the
0: nostrils
1: probably yes it could be the nose it could be the nose I'm very superficial like that is it
0: the the, uh, overbearing amount of tank tops
1: (laughs) no because I have a really good friend on Facebook who has a collection I'm not even going to name him he has a collection of tank tops and I appreciate all of them
0: (laughs) I think that was episode seven or so. I just wrote that note down, and I was just like, how many fucking tank tops is this woman going to wear? Jesus Christ, like, like,
1: you know, like, tough girls, they wear tank tops or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's Um, probably
0: a note that they had in there.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Don't make her wear any dress at the entire thing. Just put her in a tank top. No
1: no skirt, no nothing. That's another problem that I have with this, but I'll I'll get to it later. Um, I agree with the point that Luke and Kilgrave do bring the best in her. Um. Again, I kind of. Oh what? Oh no- with Trish. Oh Trish, golly, <laughs> no, no. I do, I do, I do like their friendship, though. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on it, but um, I do feel like I kind of want to. I, like the only thing that I got from her was that oh, you know, she has demons. That's why she drinks a lot, and then she gets drunk. I feel like that's, like, such a cop-out for TV shows nowadays. Like, oh, you want to show a character who's damaged? Make them an alcoholic. Make them, like, have some sort of drug problem. It's easy. Like, you don't have to get deeper than that. So I hope that if they do continue with this, they show a little bit of more of her vulnerable side overall because I want to like her more. I liked her, but I didn't love her.
0: See, I don't think Jessica Jones is getting a second series.
1: Hmm. Okay. Now I
0: can see I'm incorporating it into Luke Cage's story. Yeah, they have to. I mean, they're a married couple in the comics. They have a kid in the comics, that kind of a thing. And they couldn't get away from using Luke Cage in this one. And I don't think that they can get away with using Jessica in Luke Cage's. I think they need to start teaming them up. It just (laughs) needs to be Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Because, damn, like, that was the best part about that. Like, Luke was awesome. And I don't really think that Mike Coulter himself is, like, so special that, like...
1: He's good-looking. That's good. (laughs) Well,
0: like, (laughs) he does embody the character. Well, I think other people could have as well. Like, the character's not that complex or anything. Right. But I dug him. Like, I thought he was cool. I liked how, for a difference, Jessica was, like, the damaged one and Luke Cage was kind of, like, the, the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I thought that was kind of cool. Did you guys like uh, Luke or was he more on the miss side? He oh, was I a total love, hit for me.
2: I I loved Luke. He was the best part in this fucking series. That scene where they're fighting in the bar. Yeah.
0: Fucking <laughs>
2: hilarious. The dude breaks the glass over doing, him and he's like, "You're drunk. Go home." Doing <laughs> nothing. Like he's just there, ah, uh, swinging his arms, but doesn't give a shit. But with Jessica's struggles, he's just like, "Yeah, yeah this is fucking piss." Loved it.
1: <laughs> good actor well, as well I liked him for obvious reasons like he was just a nice piece of chocolate to look at and he was shirtless in some episodes so that's cool no I'm joking no he was a good character like I liked him I felt like I connected with him super easily while some other characters I have I didn't at all <laughs> I'm not even going to say I had a hard time <laughs> no I just didn't
2: the only problem with Luke Cage though he didn't wear a yellow t-shirt once
0: not a single time
2: not a single time.
0: I thought he wore it in the first episode.
2: No. It was, it was black, I think.
0: Huh. I, I could be wrong. I mean, he should have worn at least one of those things, because that's his iconic look, and they're, for absolutely no way whatsoever are they going to end up having him wear his normal fucking outfit. I mean, he's not wearing that that headband and the chains and the opened up shirt. And go by Power Man. That ain't fucking happening. <laughs> trying to look it up right now. I don't see any pictures of him wearing a yellow t shirt. A yellow t shirt. So yeah, I mean, I see him in a like a bluish shirt. I see him in a black jacket, a black shirt. But I'm not seeing any in a yellow shirt. Maybe they're keeping that for the his show, his own show. Like maybe he'll. I don't know that that you know how like at the end of Daredevil you finally have the costume like it'll be like you finally found a yellow shirt. <laughs> 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 yeah, his shirt gets all messed up and somebody's like, "Here you go," and he goes, "Yellow, huh? I like it. I think I'm gonna fight crime." <laughs> uh, if we're talking about who we identify the most with, I hate to say it, Kilgrave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me but I liked his character the best out of everybody's And because he was so
1: complex
0: yeah and like I, I rooted for him to an extent and I totally shouldn't because this guy's a horrible rapist and obviously I don't condone that whatsoever but when he was talking about like well you know I had a terrible childhood and of course I fucking turned out like this I don't know what's any better it was just like you know you're right
1: like, yeah. you
0: expect anything else from him. I don't yeah. like how they changed some parts of his character, though. Like, in the comics, his name is Zeb-Kai or Zebediah. I think it's Zebediah. Zebediah Kilgrave. This one, he was Kevin Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kevin? Just. It's kind of like what happens to the kid after Home Alone.
1: Aww. <laughs> Kevin.
0: Would explain a lot. Yeah. He's already dastardly enough, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I loved uh, David Tennant in this, and I don't like Doctor Who, so I didn't have that kind of a thing going into this. You know, I couldn't care less that he was in Doctor Who. But he was awesome.
1: He was amazing.
2: David Tennant's the man, though. When he plays an evil guy, guy, it's really on point.
0: Uh, Because he's he's played
2: a rapist on um, TV before. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what's. <laughs> it's
1: a rapey vibe.
0: See, I wouldn't have thought when they were first casting him that he would have been a good choice. I was actually really rooting, and um, I don't know how far along he got with the casting process, but do either of you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia?
1: I've seen a few episodes.
0: Do you know Dennis from the show? Yep. He oh. originally was trying to get the Star-Lord role for Guardians of the Galaxy, and... There were reports that he was kind of, like, in the running for uh, for Purple Man. So I was just like, oh, man, he would be great. Because he's, like, manipulative on that show. Good-looking, but not, like, overbearingly good-looking. And I, I don't know. I think that he could have been a great choice for this, too. And when David Tennant was cast, I was just like, well, I like David Tennant. But, uh, man, they should have gotten Glenn Howard in to do this and whatever. Now, I don't care, because he was fucking awesome. <laughs> I'd have to say Kilgrave's probably one of my favorite villains that they've had in the MCU for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, he was he was really good. I mean, I don't have a lot of complaints about I don't think I have complaints about him. I guess my only complaint was that I kind of wanted to see his character sooner in the series, just because I liked him so, um, so much. But he was awesome. He was really good.
2: And the TV show slash film was called Secret Smile. If you want to watch that later, it's
0: fucking great. And then the last words that we have from him is smile,
1: mm-hmm.
2: huh? And Jessica Jones has got a good smile.
0: Oh yeah. Although she I wouldn't, smile more. I wouldn't. rank her at, uh, at the top. If we're gonna be going through the whole list and you know saying who's the best looking and all that other uh, stuff, no, she's she, great looking. She, she, but, you know. She's
2: not the best looking. She got a good smile.
0: Yeah, this one's him. Like, funny enough about that smile thing. I really liked that because I had just watched 13 episodes of her scowling the whole goddamn time. (laughs) It was like, oh, God, we'll get a little bit of a break.
2: I seeing her in the yellow dress was off-putting, though. The yellow dress. Oh, the the,
0: the flashback thing?
2: Flashback, yeah.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to be, like, different then, you know?
2: But also, top-notch to the uh, makeup artists. On the younger Jessica Jones, because she had exactly the same nostrils as older Jessica Jones.
0: That girl, whoever played the young Jessica, that's another one of my notes that I had written down. She was great. Like, she copied her mannerisms and everything.
1: Yeah, she was good. Great, it's too much, Tony.
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: Great, I think it's like a little bit too much.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought that she was fantastic. I thought she was pretty good. Like, that stood out to me as, like, wow, they could have gotten, like, you know, uh, a younger Kristen Ritter kind of thing. Like, I mean, from what she was dealing with, like, she didn't have too much to, you know, win an Emmy or anything like that. But as far as, like, younger characters and stuff like that go, usually they end up falling by the wayside. And I don't get the impression that they're actually supposed to be the same person. They either look different or they, like... They do their own thing, and then you're supposed to be like, well, they grow up into that person. I don't see it. But her, she looked like she was actually the same character. She acted like it, had the same voice and everything. I thought that that was fucking awesome. Big hit. Yeah. <laughs> who did we not talk about when it came to the characters? Uh, Will. Will Simpson, who apparently is also Frank Simpson from the comics, who is Nuke. Oh, uh, Nuke, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I wanted them to develop him more. I mean, oh, yeah. I, like, what was up with the pills?
1: Exactly. Oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> I thought they we were going to do a better job with that. I'm like, okay, oh, you know, like, blue, red, and white. That's so symbolic. I'm like, what's going to happen? Uh.
2: You'll probably find out in the season two when they go through the HGP or whatever.
0: Uh, what was it? HG, HGE,
2: I don't know.
0: There's something stupid. ICP? CNN? I- ISIS?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only thing I can think of is maybe what they're trying to do here, because there's a, a couple threads that were dropped in Daredevil, like Black Sun. Maybe what they're doing here is they're trying to build up a big conspiracy that's going to happen with the Defenders, and the red, white, and blue pills have something to do with that, but already we've got Black Sun... Uh, the hand, the, what was the name of that thing? The, um, Steel Serpent. And now we have Red, White, and Blue. We've got whoever was doing the testing for Killgrave. A lot of stuff's happening that we're not getting much of an indication for. And it's going to go one way or another. Either we're going to get this big, like, this is all the stuff that's been happening and built up to the defenders or they're going to do what they did in this show where they were just kind of like, man, we don't care about that anymore. Cause a lot of subplots just got dropped. Yeah.
1: And it's not like they didn't have time or space to put those subplots. It's just.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Cause they could have gotten rid of a couple characters and they could have yeah. folded in more. Like I'll tell you another thing that I really, really disliked about this. What was the point in the divorce story? Fuck No Bob. I don't know, I but Sean and I was, were
1: talking about it. Sean was so upset about it. <laughs>
0: it pissed me off. Like, like, uncontrollably. I was assuming very early on, okay, the divorce is going to be messy, something's going to happen where Jerry is selfish, and that gets in the way. Again, the same thing with Hope, and the same thing with Malcolm trying to get the drugs, and the same thing with Robin and the uh, the dead body they presented all these options that could have gone wrong and, like, it builds to the final thing where it's like she lets... uh, She doesn't even really let them go necessarily. She cuts the cord for them to not be able to electrocute. But she could have just been influenced to do that. Like, I look at this and I kind of go, well, maybe the writers here thought that they needed to do a whole lot extra work than they really needed to do. Like, nobody read the script and went what's this divorce thing building up to? And then they went, oh, okay, well, there's going to be this part where she cuts the court so they don't electrocute them, so we have to set up, like, two whole episodes worth of material for her to do that one little thing. No, you don't. All you gotta do is have her, like, I don't know, she's she's curious, so she goes into the room with them. There you go, I just saved you 40 minutes worth of shit. Because <laughs> they built them up, and it was like, Pam's a bitch. Wendy's a bitch. Jaren's a bitch. A bitch. So I don't want to deal with either of three of them. Like I couldn't root for a single one of them to have a happy ending.
1: And again, it's that problem that they all. It's almost like the three of them were the same character in a way. Yeah. They just like changed professions. <laughs>
0: Yeah, one of them was a doctor, one was a lawyer, and the other one was the secretary.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's just kind of like if you if you want to put a subplot that is going to take up that much time, let us like at least one of the characters in it. Like, don't make them all bitches. It's just, especially um, the lawyer lady Hogarth. Um, she was in there. She was in the in the, t- in the show. For a while, I feel like she—if she wasn't there in every single episode, she was really close to it, like ten episodes. That's a lot. Like, and, and she was so not only unlikable but so bland. Like, if you're gonna go with the unlikable route, like make her really unlikable.
0: Yeah, make her like such a bitch that even Jessica looks great compared to her.
1: Yeah, exactly, and she could, and and I mean, and Carrie Ann Moss, she's an amazing actor, so it's not like she doesn't have the range to do that. It's just, like, bad writing.
0: I'm not the biggest fan.
1: (laughs) Well, she looks like my mom, so I like her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason
2: why,
1: right? (laughs) Yes. No, but she is. She's a good actor.
2: She was alright in The Matrix.
0: Uh, The Matrix to me is kind of blah. I'll say it. Overrated.
2: The first one was good. The other two were shit.
0: I'll agree. (laughs) But her character in the comics is actually a man. And that was another thing where it's like, they did the gender bending thing. I'm totally cool with that. You know, we don't need to have Punisher, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jaron Hogarth, and Ben Urich. And, like, you know, eventually you're going to get to the point where you go, holy shit, Jessica's the only woman. So I like the idea that that Jaren's a man. Uh, Jaren's not a man anymore. But damn, they just did not need to give her this subplot. You know what could conf- have just made her uh-huh. bitchy about the Hope thing, and that could have been it. You know what
2: confused me about this whole thing was the fact that Hogarth was texting Colgrave
0: the entire time. That's who she was texting.
2: Yeah, I
1: which confused the living
0: shit I didn't out catch of me. That at all. How's he texting her? Like There was um there's what
2: one scene I think it was on when they were in Jessica Jones's family house. He was on his phone and then it kept uh Hogarth texting and then it kept back to David Tennant back on his phone. So I'm assuming they were texting each other.
0: Huh.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that. Good eye, Sean.
0: Yeah, that went right over my head.
1: <laughs> so, so
0: for all for the longest time I was like, what the fuck is this building to? I'm going to bring up another thing that this could be controversial, but let's see what happens here. The fact that they did change Jaren to a woman, then they made her a lesbian, which, again, don't care. I mean, that's both a positive and a negative. I don't care, but I shouldn't have to care, you know?
1: I, yeah.
0: Like, okay, she's a lesbian. Fine, they changed the character. It's Jerry Hogarth. I don't give a shit. Like, you know? Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, what? Why is she a lesbian? Whatever. All right. She's a lesbian. Fine. Move on. But what did you guys think about the sexual content in this? Because under no other Marvel films, and really no other superhero films for that matter, have we ever had something that was so into, like, sexual content? Yeah. I... Can I see both sides of the argument from people who have? But I'm curious. Like, what did you think, Caroline? Is this overboard, or did you like how this was different?
1: To me personally, it wasn't that like it was overboard. I just felt that the time that they were they were using to show them screw each other, they could have used for something a little more plot driven, like something that would. For the story a little bit more or deepen the characters like I just kind of felt that it was they had that chunk of time in the scripts that they didn't really know what to do with it let's just make them screw each other like furiously yeah sure that sounds fantastic and I feel like in a way it was just done to make the show like edgier and I got the feeling that True Blood used to give me which is just like oh let's just like put sex so that it's risque risque
0: yeah, I can see it.
1: I have nothing against it. I mean, God knows that I, I look for weird-ass porn involving food when I have nothing to do. <laughs> but I just felt like for this show, it was kind of like, we didn't really need it all that, but, you know, if that's what you guys were going for, yeah, I got I, I got it. Yeah, they have sex. Okay.
0: What do you think, Sean?
2: I was disappointed that I didn't see a boob. <laughs> and the entire thing is just all backshot. Like, show me a boob.
1: A ah, boob. <laughs> just one. Just, just, one. just I, lefty.
2: I, 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 I don't care if it's a side boob or
0: full boob. Just give me a boob. <laughs>
2: Otherwise, what's the point
0: in putting it there? See, I is liked it? half of this, and I didn't like another half. Like, Jessica and Luke... I thought that that was great. The fact that they were just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to fuck. And then they did. Because like, <laughs> there was... There's always this, like, precedent that when you have any kind of sex scene, any kind of movie or whatever like that, you got to mask it. It's got to be, like, sensual music, and it's all in slow motion, and everybody just grips the sheets. You know? And it's like, that's not fucking real. Like... Come on. So this was good that it was like, I mean, when we went to go see it at New York Comic Con, we're in a room full of thousands of people. And the first scene that they have sex in, first episode, he says, like, I don't think you can handle it. And she's like, oh, I can and whatever. And then it was everybody cracked the fuck up (laughs) because that was hilarious, you know. But as much as I like that, again, I'm going to have to argue we didn't need to have the incest twins. Period. Like, they they could have been brother and sister and not been a creepy incest couple. Or, like, if you just absolutely needed them to have some kind of an incest relationship, it should have come up. Like, it should have been, like, the reason why they were so damaged is because of the way that their parents affected them. So that screwed them up, and then let's work that into Kilgrave's character. Like, maybe... Kilgrave would have come across them, and he would have felt sorry for them and not killed them. Like, it's just like, you could have had a brother and sister that weren't having sex together. Or, again, I'm going to go back to the idea that, like, the woman empowerment thing, they show one scene of oral sex, and it's the cop giving it to Trish. She's the woman in power, kind of a thing. Uh, The one guy goes up to Trish and starts flirting with her, and he's implying that he's jerking off to a little kid. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah. To make to make the guy look bad again. And then uh with the lesbian couple stuff, I mean, that's obviously they're all equal ground kind of a thing like that, but I didn't see the need to have a scene where you've got Pam on the desk with Jaron and they start just like filling each other up and whatever, and they she uses that as like well, now that we're, you know, getting hot and heavy or whatever, do what I said and I'm, you know, I'm going to fucking leave kind of a thing. It was just like, what's the point of the tease? Like, motivation, what? dude. It's all about motivation. Oh, I just like, I, I think that this was like some mandatory note that they passed down or something. And I'm like, what was wrong with uh, Jessica wanted to bang Luke? Luke wanted to bang Jessica. And then they did. There was no issue with that whatsoever. And Trish being with the cops, she was just kind of like, yeah, he's kind of hot and I want to have sex with him. And he's like, oh, she's kind of hot and I want to have sex with him. And fine. you could The lesbian couple, find that they were having sex and stuff like that, but there was like, they tried to use it for, as power stuff. And again, with the incest couple, I mean, just, like,
1: <laughs> fucking,
0: I hated that so <laughs> <really> much.
1: <laughs> it's a free report. <laughs> God,
0: I hated that. I'm going to spoil it. That's my biggest miss of the whole damn show is that incest couple. Oh, really? Mine's the three lesbians. In general or just
2: In general. Show could have like the, done so much better with album three.
0: Just if they would have kept Her uh Jaren and not done the divorce thing. Right? Yeah. So I'm gonna bring out some other little uh things here that stood out to me. We usually go special effects, music, like that kind of stuff, but it's a little harder for a thirteen episode show than it is for a movie. 'Cause we can't go, yeah, the one music and the one scene and the one episode or the one thing like that's kind of crazy. But what did you guys think of the action? Very small ish. And by well, that I didn't even
2: think about that, but you're right. I mean, like, Jessica Jones just always threw someone. She never actually physically punched someone apart from that black chick in the beginning of the
0: the, of the show. Dunners.
2: Yeah.
0: Well she punched people. She punched them in the um the bar and she uh, kind of like well, couldn't most most a lot of people. most of
2: the time. Then, like ninety five percent of the show, she was throwing people.
0: That's yeah. a good point. See, I what bugged me about this, I wrote it up in my little making the grade review. We didn't get much action, which I, I was fine with, because it's a detective show. It's not supposed to be like the Avengers. But how many times did they need to show her break a lock? and how many times did she need to jump off the screen did you pick up on that too
1: i didn't but (laughs) now
0: she broke two locks in the hospital right two in the hospital she broke the lock that went into the uh the weed warehouse the the warehouse yeah she broke something when she was around luke cage i can't remember what it was
1: Oh, that one when she was after that lady that had hired her that was like shooting the mannequins.
0: Oh yeah, they, yeah there was lines. that one too. So it was just like that was their big thing that they wanted to keep showing was like she's got powers. Look, she can break a lock and oh, that, that lock and that lock. I fucking get it. She breaks locks.
1: God she also it. broke
2: the lock into her apartment as well. Yeah, she did. That too.
1: I mean, granted, it, it's New York City, so there are locks everywhere. Maybe they just went with that.
0: <laughs> uh, that was just piss poor writing. That was
1: <laughs>
0: that was them thinking that that was such a good idea that they're like, we can have her break a lock again. like. Yeah. <laughs> and she said that she doesn't know how to fly. All right, cool. But they could have shown her actually jump. I think she might have jumped once. Yeah, she
1: did once, yeah.
0: Every other time, she was either jumping from off-screen onto the screen or from-screen, off-screen. And you really only show, like, her legs. And I so know it's all about budget. Yeah, it's a cheap way to do it, but... Shit. We saw Daredevil do crazier stuff. That's my big gripe when it comes to the action.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt that... I thought it was... I mean, like you said, the pacing of this just felt slow. Um, most of the time, I got that they were going for more like a noir, detective noir kind of look and feel to it. But yeah, I mean, the action wasn't was a big point for me. It was just kind of like, oh, it's there because it needs to be there. Almost like punctuation, they have to do it like every now and then correctly. So that we know we're still seeing a superhero show. But yeah, you're right. And I, Sean's completely right. <laughs> she was always like throwing people.
0: That was so annoying. And they showed the jewel costume, which I kind of liked. And I was expecting her to put it on or something. I don't know. but
2: I don't know. I had a thing for the hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> the sandwich saved me.
0: When I saw the episode title... I was just like, what the fuck is this going to be about? The sandwich saved me. <laughs> I like that. I thought that was kind of, kind of funny. Uh, speaking of the jewel costume, uh, references to other stuff that they had out here. I wrote down a couple things. Some of them, I mean, were more obvious than some other ones, like Luke Cage's Luke Cage. Hey, like <laughs> that kind of thing. But, uh, the the jewel costume that was one that the costume that she wore in the comics and she was going by the name jewel she went by like three other ones too I can't remember what other ones she had I think Power Girl was one of them or Power Woman or whatever because Luke Cage is Power Man uh I like how they referred to uh the big green guy yeah and the flag waver. <laughs> <laughs> A quick reference that they threw out there was she suggested to Luke Cage when he's looking to hire her, she says, I'm going to suggest somebody else for you that you can hire, whatever, Angela Del Toro. And I was just like, I know that name from somewhere. So I looked it up. That's White Tiger from the comics, who, not the biggest character and stuff like that, but that's a character that they do have the rights to. And she does work with, like, Daredevil and... This kind of group of people, so we might see White Tiger in the future. You never know.
1: Yeah,
0: that's cool. Um, the nuke stuff is something that's gonna gonna be leading somewhere. I don't know where, or whatever. And Trisha mentioned she's Hellcat, so they had some references to that when they had the, the red hair. Hellcat's got the red hair. Um, apparently, Stan Lee had that cameo again where they had the picture in the back. No, Did I you see see it? that. Yeah, I've been looking out for it, but I didn't see it. I'm disappointed we didn't get Daredevil.
2: No, well, you got the nurse from Daredevil.
0: Yeah, we got Claire.
2: Which is, eh. And she didn't
0: mention Daredevil. She didn't mention his name, per se. She was like, I know a guy. A friend, yeah. I was really disappointed, though, because when she was dealing with Jerry and she said, she's not going to represent me. And they said, well, we can give you, like, a public defender. I'm like, that's going to be Daredevil. And then they were (laughs) like, nah, let's just, like, start talking about Malcolm again or something. (laughs) I was like, son of a bitch. They could have at least thrown his name out, right? Yeah, it could have been like, I'm going to give you the name of a public defender. His name's Matt Murdock or something like that. That would have been kind of cool. Or maybe she got Foggy Nelson. Fucking Foggy. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Foggy, man. I like Foggy. I fucking hate Foggy. (laughs) Who do you like better, Foggy or Trish? Who's the better best friend? Oh, Foggy. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Foggy looks a lot better now, huh? Yeah. I was very curious as she said that there's 99 other gifted people. Because that was another plot thread that they just sort of dropped. I mean, she was dealing with the Eastman? from Or Eastwood? East something. The woman that hires her and she's just trying to kill her because she's one of the enhanced people. Oh, yeah. They just drop that, you know. But she's like, oh, there's 99 of me or whatever. I'm like, all right. I I don't expect there to be an actual 99 type of thing. Right. But they could have done more for that, too. Like, why was she going after Jessica? How did she know she got the powers? And who's she working with? And, again, Mm -hmm. just drop the plot point. That uh, frustrated me to no end. What are some different things, though, that you guys picked up on that either you really liked, you disliked? Some stuff we haven't touched on yet.
1: This is so stupid, but I like the cinematography of the show. It was kind of, like, bluish and dark. Like, I I like that kind of look. I thought it was it was really nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's not stupid. I mean, they they like to have a different flair for different stuff, and... This was kind of cool. Like the opening credits.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was cool,
0: do, too. Those was opening credits? <laughs> yeah, see, so if you... If <laughs> it's you because what... you
1: watched everything you, when
0: you wanted. <laughs> to. Yeah. Oh, I was so happy that it, it skipped it, because I got so sick and tired of watching the Daredevil credits.
1: That was oh, the best God. thing about
0: Daredevil, though. Oh, that theme got so annoying after a while. Oh, At I least with feel this feel one, it was just kind of like... In
1: this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Might have to re-watch Daredevil again.
0: Yeah, watch them I'm one after another and see if you can get through that damn theme the film. Any uh, other stuff that you picked up on, Sean? Uh A particular scene that stood out or anything? There was one scene that made me laugh was when
2: uh, the, the druggie was meeting uh, David and the kids were playing and they were all dressed up as superheroes. That was pretty cool. That one kid was dressed up as like, Captain America. The other one was dressed up as Iron Man.
0: I didn't even notice that. Oh,
1: my Dude, God, the, Sean.
0: Yeah, Sean picking out all this
2: kind
1: yeah. of stuff.
2: <laughs> and, and yeah. And the kid had, like, the smallest Captain America shield in the world. It was so <laughs> fucking funny.
0: Wait, so, Sean, are you going to tell me that, like, maybe you found out all these plot points that I thought were dropped I wasn't paying attention to?
1: It?
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me, why, what was the pr- purpose of this one and that one and that one? <laughs>
2: And I like the subway scene as well. It was pretty cool when Jessica
0: was um, threatening the Doctor Lee. Oh, I'm thinking the subway like she should have dr- threatened uh, Jared.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a good scene. The whole like you gotta sign the paper thing.
2: Yeah, and she didn't sign it. It was pretty pretty boss. So I would have signed it. I'm gonna fucking no train. Hell no.
1: Oh, I'm I'm glad that the dogs were okay.
0: Oh, and Luke says, yeah, "Yeah, they're okay. I don't don't hate
1: dogs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i got to say my biggest hit – I already said my biggest miss, that goddamn Incest Twins. Um, (laughs) The biggest hit that I had, I loved the episode where Kilgrave had her hostage, and they were trying to figure out if he could be a good guy.
1: Yeah, that one was probably my favorite too. That was the same episode – was that the same episode that we got to see the video of him? When he was young, or the, was that yes. the one following? Yeah, yeah, I love, I love that part too. That needle going through the back of his head—it was, it was cool.
2: Uh, see, my favorite episode was the one where they were in the hospital with Luke Cage being unconscious. That was my favorite hot episode.
0: Was that a good enough reason to knock him out? The shotgun? Mm-hmm. I would say so. I mean, like he does have bulletproof skin. So it's a good thing that, you know, he didn't die. <laughs>
2: but <laughs> yeah, but the force of, uh, of a shotgun, right, to the, the, to the skull must rattle your brain somewhat. So, you know, being knocked out from the You'll force alone.
0: They got to get him out somehow, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Although it was disappointing when he decided to just kind of take off for a couple episodes.
1: Yeah, I agree
0: with that. He lost his bar. What do you expect was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to take over that bar that they kept going to in Daredevil man
2: that'd be amazing
0: I uh, can't remember the name of that I think it's like no oh, I'm not even gonna guess I'm totally wrong I'm sure I, I think it's like Jolene's Jolene's yeah Jolene's yeah um, just a fat lady
2: called Jolene yeah
0: now it's pissing me off and I gotta figure it out uh, it's a dot Josie's Josie's. Same thing. It wasn't that far off. It wasn't like Beth's or something. (laughs) So, what do you think when it comes to the future of this? I mean, Daredevil's got season two, and Jessica Jones seems to be doing all right when it comes to the public perception. I mean, it's not... I'm not hearing a bunch of people rave about it as much as Daredevil, but I'm also not hearing a bunch of people bitch and complain. I mean, we mostly complained in this one. (laughs) But... I'm not hearing, like, a big, like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Because it wasn't. I mean... No, I it actually was. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It's it's the type of thing where I'm more disappointed than I am mad. Like, I just think that one more writer in the mix, maybe another rewrite. Somebody, like, maybe it's just a showrunner, actually. I don't know. Because um, I don't know who, who did this one, but Stephen DeKnight and Drew Goddard, we're working, like, really hard on Daredevil. Maybe this person's just not as talented, I don't know, but my big complaint's got to be just too many characters and too much filler.
1: I agree.
0: And if you're going to do another season of this, you can't have it. Like, I think we're going to need to get Luke Cage and Jessica Jones together, if they even get their own thing. But you guys interested in seeing Jessica by herself? Do you want... Luke and Jessica together, or do you just want these two to, I don't know, just kind of wait for the defenders?
2: I shall wait and see how Luke Cage pans out in 2016.
1: Fair enough. As of right now, I don't want to see just Jessica. That's I know that for sure. If it's going to stay like this, the show, uh, no thank you. So maybe it'll be more interesting with them together, or just wait it out. But the way it is, uh, I know for a fact that I'm probably not going to be watching season two if
0: there is one. My suggestion here is something that they didn't do for the Defenders itself. The Defenders were never the name that they gave to these people. And I don't know why they went with that. I think they should have gone with Heroes for Hire. And I mm-hmm. think next time around, like Daredevil can have his own show. I mean, we got the one coming up now. We're going to get a lecture, we're going to get Punisher, Punisher can get his own show, that kind of thing. I think we need heroes for hire. I think we got to get Jessica working with Luke Cage and Jared Hogarth, and the three of them, and maybe even Trish, they could use Hellcat. Like, the four of them all run a business. They all have it to where you can hire them to fix your problems, and I think that's, that's where we need to go. But we're going to wrap up here. Uh, Final thoughts. Jessica Jones, season one. Is it a hit or is it a miss? What do you think, Caroline?
1: For me, it was a miss. Like, again, I didn't really connect to most of the characters. Yes, they're strong women. There's no reason for them not to show their weaker sides every now and then. Nothing wrong with that at all. Like, that would just make them stronger and more interesting um, just like Tony said, too many characters, not a lot of focus in the plots and subplots. Um, so yeah, to me, it was a miss.
0: John, what do you think? Hit or miss? I'm going to
2: say a miss as well. And it's all because of the subplot. <laughs> Fuck Which me. one? All All of it. <laughs> all of it. I think... It was alright like for the first four episodes. I was really enjoying it for the first four episodes and I just dragged on and mm. on and on and it just felt like it was no end in sight. And in the end I started in my table. Because it know, went on and on and on with this fucking divorce, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't give a hit to 60% of the show. So by default, I kind of have to give it a miss, but it's a it's a weak miss, and it's because man, I mean, like this, the the main story was so good, and Jessica was good, and Kilgrave was good, and Luke Cage was good, and I didn't mind Trish, and Jaron could have been great if they wouldn't have given her that divorce thing, and Malcolm would have been an okay supporting character, and Hope could have been a good supporting character but they they dragged out these characters too much, and I think that this is a show where, like, they committed to 13 episodes, and they could have done an amazing six-episode show. That other six, man, they didn't need it. So, I mean, I would give it a recommendation. I think that people should check it out, and I think that, at the very least, they should check it out because it's something a little bit different. Like, You know, the people that are getting a little bit burnt out on the superhero stuff, watch this one and, you know, it kind of refreshes you a little bit because after watching this where nothing fucking happens for a lot of it, when we see the next thing that's coming out, which is Captain America Civil War, holy shit, we're going to be so much more appreciative. (laughs) And I think Daredevil Season 2, we're going to get a lot more action, we're going to get a lot more focused of the story, and it's just going to be better and Maybe by the time Luke Cage comes around, Jessica is gonna be like one of the highlights of that. She'll be like a fireball in the middle of nowhere, kind of a thing. Like there, there's a lot of potential here. I just think that they didn't live up to it. So, that's what we think about uh, Jessica Jones. Tell us what you guys think in the comments below. If it, certain things are hit or a miss, and you disagree with us, explain why. You know, we're not by default right. If you think that the incest thing's good, you're wrong. <laughs> 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 Last thing we have to do for this episode, though, we have to go around, give some plugs out to anything that we want you guys to check out, some other projects we're working on, stuff like that. So, Sean, anything you want to promote? Premier Pals, episode six, over
2: on the YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash 1989 And we've also got a Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash premier pals. Twitter, which is facebook.com doc- uh, Twitter. <laughs> of the Facebook ones. <laughs> Twitter.com forward slash
0: premium files. Caroline, any plugs?
1: Sure. Uh check out my website, uh, com, and Fanboys Anonymous.
0: Definitely go check out Fanboys Anonymous. If you want a more short version of this then, well, sorry, you already listened to the whole thing, but <laughs> check out the Minuteman review that I had posted up immediately after I had gotten done watching it, and if you want to read more of my other stuff with the Making the Grade one, go check out that article. It's on fanboysanonymous.com as well. We are done when it comes to Jessica Jones. As far as I'm concerned, maybe we'll have an article here and there or something like that if people really request some you know, breakdown of some Easter eggs or something, I don't know, but... Of course, we're going to bring you any Marvel information that comes out anytime soon. And we've got a whole bunch of other stuff coming from Fanboys. we got a movie club that's going to be popping up soon to wrap up James Bond month. Then we're going to start getting into Star Wars month. So if you want to follow more of the Disney kind of stuff, and it's not on the Marvel side, you want to get into the Star Wars side. Tons of content coming up over the next couple of weeks for you guys. So make sure you follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, share this video, subscribe, Pass it along to your friends and family on social media. Leave those comments, as I said, below. And stay tuned for all the other things that are coming your way. That does us in for episode 22 of the Review Point podcast. I'm Tony Mango. See you next time, everybody. Geeks out. <laughs>